Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit w2mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. You are listening to Video Games to the Max. Hello and welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max. This is episode 242, and I am your host Sean Garman here with me, as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. Well, uh, first of all, I want to say that if you didn't happen to catch that we did a show in the middle of the week that was focused on the console wars, but it was mainly focused on the documentary, the CBS All Access documentary, Console Wars, based on the Blake J. Harris book. Uh, it's about an hour and 30 minutes, and we talk all about it along with, uh, Sean Comer. It was great to have him on. He had a blast. And we also talked about what we think about next gen, some things about it at least, and some, some memories too as well. And, uh, those of you that did listen, uh, said you enjoyed it, so we might do one for high score yet. Uh, not sure because that's a little bit more involved. That's like watching three of those uh, and having to watch all of those episodes again just to get a refresher. It's something I gotta carve out time for. I don't... Um, well, Mark, uh, anything going on with you here? Nope. Playing a few games. That's about it. You. <sighs> Yeah, I haven't been able to really play anything this week. I've just been, I've been slowly poking away at that review in the little bit of time that I have, uh, between working. Um, so, hoping I can knock a lot of it out uh, tomorrow so I can have that done and then get working on your guys' reviews and, uh, have all of that to, to go on. So, just in case this is the first time you're hearing us, or if it's the manyth time that you've uh, joined us, so uh, always appreciate it. And you can always uh, subscribe on whatever podcast feed you're listening to. I did submit the entire WTM network along with our show. And you can also, of course, I should mention that you can also check out Jens and Randy on a uh, podcast that's also on the network. If you subscribe to that feed, or you can just find Chapter Select on whatever feed you'd like. And they talk about, they're, right now they're going through judgment still, but, uh, Jens did talk about him playing some 13 Sentinels, uh, Aegis Rim, and Rainy's been playing Carrion, and some other things, so they talk about that on there, so definitely should go check them out. And, of course, you know, Jens helps us edit the podcast, so should always, uh, give him a, a little bit of a plug when we can. And, yeah, you know, I, I know you don't necessarily care too much, cause you're not, uh, it, obviously it's a bit more interesting to me because that's the console I have pre-ordered at the moment is the Xbox Series X and a lot of, uh, influencers and web, you know, the big websites and, um, you know, po- big pro- podcast personalities have had a chance to already have the Series X, uh, in their homes. And of course, all they're really being able to tout is, uh, backwards compatibility features and the quick resume and, uh, turning on the console, that kind of thing and what it looks like. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, you're looking to play 
you know, games will be coming out around that time uh, for the console, but for the Xbox, really, you're not really getting outside of Cyberpunk, which is really a game that's made for the last gen of consoles anyway. Um, uh, outside of Cyberpunk, you're really not getting a new game, per se, because everything's going to be cross-gen, uh, whereas PS5, I guess, at least gets Spider-Man. I mean, that's also a PS4 game. But yeah, so I don't know if you've seen any of it, Mark. But uh, I just took a few pictures, but nothing too major. Yeah, I really like seeing that games are the the effect of load times is very significant. I mean, again, we're talking about older games, so of course they should load faster. But just seeing that some games are like a full minute. I think like Red Dead was like a full minute difference. Uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen was. A big difference, you know. Um, uh, Halo 5 wasn't much of a difference, but still something, you know. And this is also on the quick resume, which did show, I think it takes anywhere from like 6 to 10 seconds for a game to load up uh, from its original, from its save state. Um, so that's cool. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure that I'm going to use that as much. I might use it for like a couple games that I'm going back and forth between. Um, but yeah, it is. It is really nice, and I think that's cool that people are already getting in their hands. It, it helps get the Series X press, which obviously you could argue that you know Microsoft needs that right now. Sony's in the driver's seat, so perhaps they're being a bit slow about that just because they feel like they, maybe they don't need to. It, it helps uh, keep the hype going, perhaps, or maybe they're just waiting for this to kind of calm down and let Microsoft have... A little bit of wave of press, and then when that comes down, they can get people some consoles. I don't know. Maybe not. A lot of times, the earliest, aside from this, usually the earliest you usually see people getting consoles like a couple of days before, and they're still not allowed to post anything until like the day of, or maybe the day before, when at that point, the only people that have really got a chance at doing anything is the ones that are camping out for maybe like the one or two that'll be released without a pre-order. And that's pretty rare these days, anyway. But yeah, I don't know. You think uh, we'll see PS5 stuff I mean, I mean, before yeah. then? Yeah, like I'll show the uh, like user interface or you know some features sometime. <laughs> yeah. Although well, I don't the, think it'll be I don't think it'll be like a huge difference between the PS4 because that was like the you know between the PS4 and the Xbox One, like one had a functional UI and the other was the Xbox One. So right, that's true. I mean, and it really does look like a lot of the same, a lot of the UI is pretty much the same for Xbox. I mean, the, even the startup sounds the same to, to all the other Xboxes. So, uh, I, I mean, I think there's like some rumor of PS5 that like, it's going to have like a hundred, hundred friend party limit, like a party system. Again? And it's like, first of all, who has a hundred friends? You know, like, well, some people do. If you're yeah, really popular. Like, game journalists, I mean, yeah, or like Twitch streamers, but I mean, those people far, like few and far between, like Yeah, I mean, but I, mean think... I, like, I don't understand the limits anymore, like how big are these consoles now? We really have to have friend limits still? Yeah. Like, I don't remember Microsoft's having a friend limit at all, I didn't really being able to like just constantly add people Of course, that helped, I mean, that would happen to me all the time with Rock Band, you could play online and people would add me and then you know, you could, when I was playing that still, but um yeah, so I I do we should there is some uh news to discuss here. Of course, 
we talked about this last time, but and we already knew this anyway, but uh, there's been some folks that have done the work to show that there is a lot of work being done to the remaster. And, of course, the <laughs> biggest thing that came out this week is that Spider-Man's face was redone. Uh, and he looks a lot like Tom Holland from, you know, the Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, I mean, you know, yeah. kind of. But, like, you look at it, it's a weird mix between him and Andrew Garfield, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I could kind of see that a little bit, too. Like, a younger Andrew Garfield with, uh, like, a smash of Tom Holland's face. In there. Like, he, he definitely had the hair. Yeah. So. They should I, really just, uh. They should they should say screw it and just use the use the uh, face of Yuri Lowenthal the voice of Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, I mean what's that's what matters is that Yuri Lowenthal still doing the voice. So you know, at the end of the day, it's it's what you uh, you need to think about. <laughs> People really made a big deal about that. Um, yeah, and honestly, <laughs> like it matters nothing to me. Like you only you only see him maskless without, like when he's in a cinematic. Like you you know, you're always wearing a mask in the damn game. So Yeah. Who who cares? I mean, that's the thing that I was kinda like thinking too, I was like, he's got a mask on most of the time. Like what is the big deal? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean it's, it reminded me of the freak out I mean to a to a lesser extent, but still it reminded me of the freak out when they changed uh Dante into the D M C game in like two thousand thirteen. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, he doesn't have white hair anymore. It's like, who cares? Like, <laughs> uh, that one's, I think, a little bit different, though. Well, it's like, is the game good? Yes, no. Then if yes, <laughs> then buy it. If no, then don't. Or, you know, play it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I feel like, I mean, it's good. Like, it's good that um, there's a lot of work being done to that remaster. It's always good that, um, you know, you can... You can feel like you're really investing that twenty dollars, you know. Um, yeah. So, hey, it is what it is. Uh, I, I think that that's not such a big deal as um, the other thing that's kind of come out about the PS5 recently is just this weird thing with. Whereas you know Microsoft has it to where okay, doesn't matter if it's an old game, if it's a new game, if it's um, on your PC, if it's on whatever your save will transfer, right? And, like, Sony just has this, like, mixed messaging where it seems to be left up to the developer. Yeah. And, like, Insomniac just basically almost felt like they were they were uh, coaxed into it because they weren't going to do it at first. And then it felt like at some point last week, they just all of a sudden said, oh, yes, it's going to transfer. And I so... I, I think people are getting way too hung up on this stuff. It's like, if it's transfers, cool. If not, hey, I'll play it again. Or maybe I won't. Well, I mean, some people might have made a lot of... I mean, like, I'm sure this is going to come up with Final Fantasy VII Remake whenever they make, a, you know, that part two and they allow for seamless progression between part one and part two and they go, well, not your PS4 save. And people are going to be like, I don't, I don't know that I want to play 40 hours of game again, you know? And, no, it'll just be like start a new game or start chapter, you know, start section two. And you'll have like a fully leveled character or party and probably, if not all, most of the material you need and go at it. Or that stuff will be so devalued in the actual part two that it won't matter. Well, I mean, but I think it's not bad I mean, look, to make you feel like 
that progression that you did in the first game is not necessarily just, oh, well, that was it. Yeah, but it's like Mass Effect. Like, you know, you could bring your character in, but it's not you got every power. Or you didn't, like, you didn't bring in your play-level character. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it depends. Like, they definitely could do that if they wanted to. Uh, but yeah. I, it just, who knows, who knows what Grace is gonna, gonna do at that point. I mean, it's definitely not gonna be a, you're talking about a couple of years down the line at that point. Like, that's a bigger decision to decide whether you want to support PS4 at that point. Um, yeah. It's not like, you know, the decision they had to make with Avengers where I think it is transferring over because it's basically coming out. You know, it like just came out and, well, Destiny is the same way. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, Destiny, you you have to like. That's the whole point of those. Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, that that was that seems to be also the the thing this week is. Well, Sony's not uh, being, and I I do think that Sony could it could help them in being a bit more transparent with this stuff. Like, I sure. But I don't know that, that it's. Like, Think about I don't know. Like the last generation, like, saves didn't transfer over. Well, but now you have the cloud. It's weird that you can't tell people your stuff doesn't transfer over. Uh, yeah, but unless the PS5 save system is different, or that you know this that that's how it handles saves is different. I mean, I don't care. Like, you know, I don't. I don't know why people are getting so like ang- like annoyed by this, or you know, angry. It's like, well, it. You know, they, I mean, sure, they could mandate it more, but they probably don't care either. They're like, well, it's a new system, whole new. No, you're starting yeah, to See, Enjoy. but that's the thing. That's the thing that I've been saying this, you know, a few times now. Maybe Sony doesn't, maybe Microsoft doesn't even get close to, to Sony as far as system sales or whatever. But again, just the fact that it exists and it is being very consumer friendly and the fact that it's doing the opposite makes people get upset when Sony doesn't do the same. And I'm you know, sure Sony's that's, response is, oh, well. You'll still buy it anyway. Right. Though that will probably be the large response. People are not going to not buy these consoles because their one save didn't transfer over. But I'm just saying, it's those quality of life things that, you know, you could be a bit more honest about and just say, okay, just say we're leaving out the developers. They can decide whether they want to do it or not. It has nothing to do with us. Stop getting mad about it. There you go. Like, just use them as the scapegoat. Solves your problem. I don't know. Just, I feel like you could just say that, and that solves all your problems. But they want to. They like to be silent about things, and then it makes a lot of speculation happen. And then you know, yeah. And it, Sony does eventually come out with something, and they get more riled up. So yeah. Sony's probably yeah. smart for not saying anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, Sony, they do have PS Plus games coming because you know it's another beginning of the month. It's crazy to think we're already in October as. Uh, you know, the president uh, is having to deal with his own COVID nineteen issues now, and that's gonna be <laughs> that's gonna be interesting. I'm sorry, my my girlfriend is screaming because the Miami Heater and the NBA Finals. I don't know if y'all hear that or not, and uh, they're probably gonna end up losing this game, but <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Uh, so, a Vampire and Need for Seed Payback are the PS Plus games for October twentieth, and uh, also I think Blood like. Bloodborne's Blood... free as well, right? Yeah, but they didn't like to pronounce that. Or I don't know what the deal is with that one. Well, if you didn't, uh, if you didn't, uh, 
you know, get it. I think it's it's been at least PS Plus once before because I already had it. But you know, you don't really have to freak out too much because if you get a PS Five, it's part of that essential collection or whatever. Yeah. So if you don't have a PS Four right now, don't worry. You'll be able to play Bloodborne in a few months when you get your PS Five. If that's if that's you. Plus, I imagine they'll probably do some even like more upgraded copy later on, like or like versions for the PS5, because that's like the game that people really like. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and I mean, you liked Vampire decently enough, right? Uh, I mean, kind of. <laughs> well, but they improved the combat since I think you had to review it or what? Okay, maybe maybe it's fine, but <laughs> I don't know about Need for Seed Payback, but. Uh, that's one of the better ones, but no, it's still really. a speed game in this generation cycle, so it still kind of sucks. Need <laughs> <laughs> for Speed and really like sucked this generation as a franchise. Yeah, it it, uh... it kept trying like this whole like, interconnected world stuff that like Forza does, or I think even like Test Drive Unlimited did, and it's like it kept failing at it because no one really wanted that, or <laughs> they did it badly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy uh, to me that. You know, we're sitting here, like... And they pumped out Need for Speed games almost every year since, like, 2015, or 2014. And it's like, none of them are particularly good. <laughs> like, Yeah, that's what I was getting to, was that, as for as many of these games that they put out, they really didn't, uh, you know, improve them that much throughout all that time. Yeah, I think, like, the the latest one, Heat, is, like... You know, it's okay. And like right. Rivals is fine. Like, they're all, I mean, most of them are like fine technically, but it's not good. Or, you know, it's not like, yeah. you know, the good ones are like m- Most Wanted or Hot Pursuit. And yeah, that's, that's true. It. <laughs> People are still wanting that, um, that Hot Pursuit. Well, they're, they're still uh, teasing the remaster of that, which will be good, probably. It would be nice if they did get through it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah. I also missing the Xbox Gold games. <laughs> uh, I mean, for uh, the one thing I will say is Sony has really, I mean, it, it, it helps a lot that like the games with gold have, have really just gone downhill. Yeah. Uh, since Game Pass has been around, there's not really any kind of, I mean, uh, push it, for. <laughs> it's four games and the only good one or the only one that I even know of is uh, Costume Quest. Yeah, Costume Quest, but that's been on there I don't know how many times. Yeah, no offense to Costume Quest, but it's damn near, I think it's maybe 10 years old. Uh, if not, I mean, it's at least up there. Yeah, it came out 10 years ago. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good game. It's not like anything I would, uh, I well, plus Costume Quest 2 is, is, uh, much better as well, so. Yeah. Uh, I actually yeah. didn't like that one as much, but I like the first one quite a bit. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's, I mean, it's I, been I such like the, a long time since I played them that I don't... I, I didn't like the time travel aspect in the second one that much, personally. Or it felt like it, like, weirdly broke the magic. Oh, really? Yeah, because it got, like, too fantastical. Because I like the first one that it's a pretty simple story, you know, premise of these kids are, like, kind of imagining these, turning into these, like, heroes and battling the goblins, whatever the fuck they were. But the second one's like, hey, we go to the future. It's like, what? Like, <laughs> well, uh, oh shoot, no. Sorry, I'm trying to also like install stuff while we're doing this, and uh, 
Now, like, they used to not ask you these questions when you're trying to install Game Pass stuff, and now they, they ask you if you want to create a shortcut. I was like, not really. Right, cool. I don't want any more icons. I'm like, I have Genshin Impact. I, I downloaded that Genshin Impact game, and I I was like, I think I'll just wait to see if I ever uh, get to this download on PS4, because the whole having to rem- remind myself to have to not have a million things, that, that game definitely takes up some... Uh, some, I guess that'd be the GPU, uh, so that it, uh, plays really smoothly, cause it's, you know, like interconnected. Uh, you know, it's yeah. like Breath of the Wild, kinda, where it, it really wants you to explore and everything. So, I don't know if you've seen it, it's like an anime Breath of the Wild sort of looking I know of it, but I haven't played it, and probably won't. <laughs> but, uh, getting back to the Xbox Gold, uh, games for October, Slayaway Camp, Butcher's Cut, uh, made it, made of Skr, Sphinx yeah. and the Cursed Mummy, and of course Costume Quest. Um, so. All the big hits. Yeah. Uh, again, like, hey, if you're enjoying your free games, then do it, but there's a great thing called Game Pass. You can pay your 10 or $15 a month and you get much newer games, uh, that you can check out. And ODST just hit, uh, Master Chief Collection for PC. I don't know if you saw that or yeah. not. No, so. but that's good. Good. It's, yeah, it's an all right package. Now that they finally fixed it. Yeah, sure. I've I've been slowly getting them on PC too. So that's one of the things that like never leaves my. I was elite stuff off my Xbox every now and then. That's one of the things that never leaves. It's always nice to just pop in and play some Halo when you can. Yeah. Well, uh, moving over from all of the this stuff here. Uh, well, one more thing, since we're already on that, uh, since we were on PS5 earlier. Something that surprised me just because, you know, it has been, you know, shown at these Microsoft events. Uh, so it's not, I guess, that surprising, but it's still a little bit surprising just because for a long time, Yakuza has been a, you know, like Sony PlayStation thing. And for the longest time, when it wasn't popular in the US, when, like, it would just show up on PS Plus sometimes. And you could, that'd be, like, the only way people would know that those games even existed before Yakuza 0. And, yeah. you know, now Yakuza Like a Dragon is going to come out November 10th. November 10th is a launch game for Xbox One Series X. It will come to PS4 during that launch and PC, but it won't come to PS5 until March 2nd of 2021. Um, yep. And it will allow you to use the smart delivery. Um, if you do buy a PS4 version, you can download the PS5 version and no extra cost when that comes out. But, man, weird, weird to think about that. Well, I could have had a problem supporting it. Uh, you get, you get the theory that, like, they didn't get the dev, dev kit in time, but I, I, I doubt that. I mean, for the, I'm sure it's been fine. You know, they've had it for a while. Uh, they could be adding more shit into it, too. Especially yeah. didn't you say that there like there's some ru- another rumored Yakuza project along the way? Yeah, there was, but then it was like quickly removed. Okay. Uh, it because it was supposed to be announced during Tokyo Game Show, and then all of a sudden they just pulled it. Um, so I don't know if that's, um, you know, going to be happening still or not, or if that's going to be announced later, or what what that situation is. But yeah, I, it's it's like. 
well, PS5 is getting it, and again, you can buy the PS4 version and just get the PS5 version for free. So again, if you're a Sony person and and you don't care about whether you're playing on the next gen thing yet or not, you can just get it for your PS4 and get it free later. Um, I'm probably reviewing that game. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. That'll be uh awesome time for you. I know Jens is looking forward to it. I might. Def- I'm definitely gonna want to check it out because it's an RPG on this go around. Um, so it, it would be it, fun. It, I'm, go on. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. I was gonna say like it'd be funny if like the extra delay time they're just gonna add in like Cloud from Final Fantasy. Is it gonna set some character or something? <laughs> that would be nuts. Let's just or like throw in or like just stuff. like Joker from Persona. Be like, here you go. <laughs> this is why it took so long. <laughs> they are like, oh, they could just uh. They could add Sonic or something. Yeah. All right. I just hey, he's in here. He's a, he's a summon. They're both yep. um, along with the Crab Man and Kiryu. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, I mean it, that game is going to be so much fun just to to see all the stuff that they packed in it because every time they have a trailer, there's something hilarious in there. Yeah. So I can't wait to like have the full game and just. Uh, be able to to just experience everything that it it's got in there. There's going to be a lot of great stuff to to have fun with there. Yep, uh, be quite good. But definitely, the thing that probably uh, broke the internet, or well broke, well people think it broke Twitter. I don't think it did. It just no. Uh, they always they always yeah. They always breaks Twitter for like thirty seconds, and then Twitter comes back. It's like no. <laughs> yeah, but definitely, people were either elated or super upset that. Steve from Minecraft, along with other swappable skins, it's it's really Steve and Alex from Minecraft, and then there's the swappable skins of the Creeper and Enderman, and I, I will say the reveal trailer was great. Like, I love the fact that it's just um, you have Mario get thrown into one of the houses, which is like part of the final smash, and. He uh, like the light turns on. And it's just a, a creeper there, and he's he doesn't know what the hell to do, and he just gets blown up in his face. And uh, the the Enderman creeps out from under the box for Snake. It's like oh, that's perfect. Loved it. Um, I don't know. I know I'm not. I haven't played Smash in a while, so I'm not uh, the biggest Smash no, person. But yeah. I mean, I, I think people are really picking Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, I mean, well, the game was coming out. The, the game came out yeah. today, so, or yesterday, so, you know, it would have been a time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, because I'm going to make another PlayStation All-Stars game, so I'm sure Crash is, up, you know, free free, to, free uh, agents, you know, at this point. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I think it's just one of these things that, like, it's still cool to think about, like, Microsoft is giving franchises out to Nintendo to put in Smash, and, you know... Yeah, we still don't really think of... I mean, I mean, Microsoft bought, you know, Minecraft from Mojang, what, at least five years ago. Right. We still don't really associate Minecraft with Microsoft. Right, but it's still, like, Microsoft has to give that okay, right? And, like... Yeah, but now, I mean, there's more, also more of a uh, corporate relationship between the two. Well, yeah, definitely. Microsoft has been playing nice with, with Nintendo. Yeah. And, I mean, it's still like, like the, I love Sakurai just going in and 
people just came and told me that I needed to put Minecraft in Smash, and I was also, like, like, do you realize I had to put so many freaking blocks in every level? And <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, Minecraft doesn't have a you know, Steve is not exactly the like, most important character in gaming. Like, wait, you know, when, once they put a Master Chief into Smash, and like, that may interest people a little more. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder if that's ever been talked about in this relationship with Halo and or with Microsoft and uh, uh, and Nintendo. I'm sure Microsoft might have brought it up, but I don't. I can't really see Nintendo wanting to do that. Well, it's like Samus, right? I mean, how much more different is he than Samus? Uh, more violent. <laughs> okay, but. What more? I mean, like they they can kitty up his because Samus has an arm rifle or an arm cannon, and Master Chief literally has an assault rifle. <laughs> no, but it's just a gun. Like it's still like regardless of. I mean, I yeah, mean, other characters have guns too, but or maybe uh maybe Halo's so locked up with Dead or Alive. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel like. It'd be, it'd be, it wouldn't surprise me too much by the time we get to the end if Halo winds up, or if Master Chief winds up being a character in Smash. Um, do you think okay. that maybe Disney ever bends before we get to number six and Sora shows up, or? No. I, I don't either. Totally I, I don't think, uh, Disney's interested in games, honestly. <laughs> like. Yeah, I just don't think that they are either. I think people that are, people are still fooling themselves. Plus, the, I mean, the, problem so- the problem with Sora is it's not just it's not just Disney; it's also Disney and Square. Yeah, but Square's so, not going to say no. They put freaking Cloud in there. Yeah, yeah. but that's their. Own, I mean, they own that. Like, or you know, I could see. From what I under, always understood, that there's like a weird territorial pissing match between Disney and Square about like Kingdom Hearts. That's well, why, no, like, definitely, the, definitely, there is. That, but... That's why, like the Disney, the Square influence in like the later Kingdom Hearts games went away like yeah well uh, not really i mean it's still no more's thing all over it it's just yeah but it's not like you know you're fighting i mean in kingdom hearts 3 there's pretty much no square stuff really no except for like that one except for like that one kind of goofy like cameo or you know that kind of that thing but i mean you're not yeah the organization 13 people show up at the end but the heartless and all that that's still square that's not those aren't Nintendo characters. No, I'm, yeah, I'm talking yeah. like you're not hanging out with Scl- with Cloud and you know Leon and you know Twilight Town. Oh well, that like, was you know, Nomura just deciding I didn't want to put Final Fantasy characters in there anymore, and then they added them as DLC in that stupid uh, that was that stupid thing they wanted you to pay thirty dollars for, which was way more talking than and reliving the same stuff over and over than than actually adding to the game itself. Yeah, and, like I, I'm still unless that thing goes down to sale of like ten dollars, I'm still not buying that. I'm sure um, they'll release some some type of complete package on the PS5. You know, the new console that'll be like every Kingdom Hearts thing ever for sixty bucks. <laughs> wouldn't yeah, wouldn't surprise me too much, but yeah, it's you know, it it is what it is with that. I'm still excited for the Melody of Memory thing because I love music games so. You know, so I'm, I'm down with that, but we'll see. That's that's not too far away. It's you know yeah. the same week as as the consoles launching. That's going to be it's going to be interesting how that does. Yeah, it's like well, let's let's see here. <laughs> like 
they're gonna have money 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 left over for that for that game. <laughs> yeah, right. Or people are gonna be buying that game. So I guess everybody that only that that couldn't buy them that still has a, that just has a switch. We'll 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 check it out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, Steve is in in Smash now. I, I think having one of the most popular video games of all time and in your game is not anything bad. I, I mean, and it's a weird character. Like all the stuff he had to do to make that character work in Smash, that's pretty cool for Sakurai. And uh, I know there's people that hate it and they wanted this guy or this person or this character, but it's like, you know. At least it's not a Fire Emblem character. It's not a, at least it's not a Pokemon. Like, you know, be happy that it's a different franchise. I think that's what I like the most is when you get another Fire Emblem character, you get another character from the same franchise. That's where I understand people more when it's a whole different franchise getting to come to Smash. I mean, I don't know. Should have been the eggplant wizard from, from Kid Icarus. <laughs> <laughs> ah, maybe people still hold out hope for Waluigi. Yeah. Yeah, right? It's, uh, so, uh, in interesting news, I wonder if this Nintendo really did say this, or if this is what lawyers are telling Nintendo to say, or, but according to reportedly, um, the U.S. law firm that is, uh, is, you know, going, uh, it's calling on a consumer to provide video accounts detailing the negative experiences they've had with Nintendo Switch controllers. It's saying that Nintendo is telling them that the Switch Joy-Con drift isn't really a problem or hasn't caused anyone any inconvenience. I don't know. Yeah. Mark, you've had to send in your controller. Would you say that it caused you inconvenience? <laughs> yeah, it caused me a $60 inconvenience. I bought a fucking Pro Controller right because of this bullshit. <laughs> well, I... I definitely would want to have the Pro Controller. Anyway, it's, I think, one of my favorite controllers I've ever had. But, uh, uh, yeah, like, you know, I, you, send your, you send your controller away, and this was, like, last year. So this is when they were do, doing it fast. It was, like, three weeks before I got my controller back. And it's damn. like, why don't, you just, why don't you just set up every GameStop and go, you know, hey, screw it, and say, bring your controller, bring, bring your Switch in, show, show it drifts, and you get a new controller. Oh, uh, they wouldn't do that. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know... Once, Nintendo hasn't done that, I don't think, in a long time, if ever. They always do that thing no. they want you to send it in. Yeah, but I think if you, if you did that, and people, I, I mean, there's a difference between, I mean, let's say you just got, like, the same the same color back, like, you didn't, like, change, change colors, but think about how many controllers my, or uh, Nintendo would have to, like, fix or, you know, get get back. It's it's a hassle to get another controller or to send it in the first place. It's like, yeah, I'm sitting there without, a, without a basically a working Switch. Yep. Especially if people, people only have, like, one set of controllers, too. Like, it's not like, you know, you have... Oh, well, yeah, sets. but it's not like it's no big deal to go get another set, because that's $80. Yeah, exactly. Or, think about, I mean, the, the funnier part is, like, the Switch Lite controller, or the systems. Because, like, okay, let's say your left joypad busts on that, you're screwed. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or even both do. Like, I mean, okay, technically you can you know, pair another set of controllers to it, but it's like, that kind of defeats the purpose of the console. Like, of it being this all, like, all-in-one thing. Yeah, uh, I mean, I had that happen where I lost my, or I thought I lost my left Joy-Con. I had to buy another one, and that was $35, and then, you know, uh, somebody found it, and then I, yeah. it's, my stupid butt forgot to send it back to GameStop, and now it's just there. But, 
or well, send it back to the GameStop online store. But like you know, still the the point is. Um, I mean, it, I, I just, this one actually kind of angers me because it's just a you know people always talk about how like consumer friendly Nintendo is, or you know like, they have a great track record. And it's like not when it comes to BS like not this. Really? Like, I mean, they always like overprice their their stuff. I mean, they don't do sales. I mean, yeah, like they aren't really that consumer friendly. They're good they at like good, giving the. Good, sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say they just have a good repair or you know replacement system. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, they have a good replacement system, and they like price their consoles in a budget manner. Yeah, but like, yeah, and I mean that's also because I wonder if they would price in a budget manner if the Wii U hadn't done so badly. Right. The Switch might have cost four hundred dollars if they could have got away with it. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I mean, what they should do also just in every, like maybe in like every state open up some like cheap or like store kiosk and you know that same thing with like, the GameStop thing. It's like, hey, if your Switch controller is broken, bring it down, show it, and we'll, we'll swap it out real quick. But of they won't they do that because then they have to admit that they yeah, made a faulty big, I, system, and then that's I mean, a problem I, I itself. I mean, it's not it's not as big as like the Xbox 360 issue. But, you know, the red ring, but it's like, it's yeah. pretty up there as far, especially considering it's Nintendo. Like, yeah, and especially that you your, your, like, mascot is known for being a platformer, which you need your, you, you can't have, uh, Mario games where the thing drifts and they, you don't, you miss jumps and all that stuff because of that stuff happening. I mean, just. Yeah. I mean, some Nintendo consoles have had, like, quality control issues occasionally, but it's nothing, like, huge. Like, it's happened to me twice, this drift, like, my, my, already my Joy-Con was drifting again, when I got, for after I got that Switch Pro Controller, I'm like, well, I guess I'm, just, I'm, guess I'm just never gonna use this again. You know, like, that's yeah. fine, I guess. Uh, yours is messed up, I think Yen's might, might be, or it probably would be, but I know he got a Pro Controller early on, and just always use that, like, he never he ever used his regular Joy Cons, yeah, and the, I and they they made the flimsiest kickstand there is, and mine finally I lost it because it fell off so many times. Oh, I it fell off and and uh, I I could never find it again. So I don't know how that would work if I I don't ever want to, but if I ever did need to trade it in or something, I don't know how much GameStop would knock me off for that. No, I mean, you could just go on eBay and find, like, a replacement one for, like, a dollar or two and just slap it on there. Yeah, but it's such a cheap thing. Like, I mean, it's nice because that means you could grab the kickstand and earn the, uh, you could put it on the kickstand and use the pro controller, which I I like to do sometimes. And then, like, one day I was like, oh, shit, I lost this thing. Oh, well. But it was just super, like, it would come off all the time because it's just so cheap. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, this is just, I mean, I get it, you're in a lawsuit, you're not going to admit to it, right? But it's just like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo is like, the king of lawsuits, so... For good and for bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, no, I think no video game company is in more lawsuits than they have, and they know, at this point, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, so... In other Nintendo news, speaking of lawsuits, they were also in a lawsuit um, that where they actually won $2 million from an online store uh, because uh, in May 
of this year. I had no idea this was even happening. Nintendo launched a lawsuit against Tom Dilts Jr. Uh, based out of Ohio for a website called Uber Chips, where he claimed that he was selling unauthorized operating systems, which enable users to play pirated games on all Switch models. Basically, you could play games you're not supposed to be playing on your Switch. And Nintendo filed a lawsuit, and they won $2 million in damages due to this. Will they actually get the yeah. money? Who knows? <laughs> no. Uh, related to this also is a couple members from Team uh, Executor I think got popped and arrested. <laughs> yeah. And one and of them is the like, Gary Bowser. Yeah, that's funny. Related to Doug. <laughs> yeah, and Reggie was... I saw a tweet where Reggie, he's like, I want the keys to the kingdom back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Team, Team Executor's been around for, like, decades, or at least. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, they do some pirated shit. You know, they do some nefarious shit, but they also do good stuff. So, well, I guess we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, we will see. Uh, but I, I, think I, I don't the, know. I think, the, I think the problem, like, really, the, the Switch is, I mean, it is a tablet, and it should be able to use it as such. And the fact that you can't is kind of annoying. And yeah, I, having soft, I, I mean, pi- piracy, I'm, I'm going to not talk about piracy because that's not really the issue with this, but them having, them releasing like software to make it basically an Android tablet should be fine. <laughs> but it's when you bring piracy into it, it's like, oh, I can just download every game, switch game onto this, you know, at micro SD card and play it. It's like, that's, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh... But I, I, I honestly don't think, I mean, I think it's so funny that Nintendo keeps going, keeps going after like ROM, like emulation websites. Well, that doesn't make, that, that doesn't surprise me at all. They don't want people to, I mean, think about yeah, how, but... I mean, like, I lost because of the stupid thing I did with that, uh, that, uh, drive. I lost all of the, unless I happen to have them on a flash drive that I have there that I remember, I think I did delete them. I'm not sure. Um, I lost all of the old games I had. I had, Games all the way from Nintendo to, I think GameCube, in one. Sure. But here, here's like, the and thing then they're harder is... to find now because I mean, you, like a lot of these websites that were around, they weren't even affected by that. Those two websites that got taken down in that one recent lawsuit, like Emu Paradise, went down, which was the one that a lot of people used. I used. So, you but know. here's the issue: is Nintendo is still so, and I mean. If anything, they've gotten worse since the Wii and Wii U about like virtual console stuff. So yeah, at this point, and you're never going to get like a like the full SNES lineup on the Switch. You know, they'll have mm-hmm. their games, kind of. That's about it. Or you know, maybe like a few cap, a few third party games, but you're not you're not, not going to get like Baby's World on that thing because you know who has the rights and also who cares. <laughs> Or like, you know, well, but are we even going to get the full amount of uh, games that are on the SNES Mini? Probably. You know, I mean, like... eventually, maybe. Except for, like, Star Fox 2. <laughs> but I- I'm just saying, like, if Nintendo clearly doesn't have, a, like, an interest in really, you know, putting backward compatibility or, like, you know, their retro stuff on the Switch. So it's like, if they don't, I mean, I should have the option to. Or, you know, if not the option, at least I can just do it myself. You know. Well, I mean, technically, if you don't have a copy of those games, it's illegal for you to have. So, I mean, that's yeah. Why... But also, I mean, my 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 thing with that would be, it's not like you can buy. Okay, I, I would I would entertain that notion if I could go into a store and buy a, a new copy of that game. Like, 
if I can roll into a Best Buy and or buy, go into the digital and, store and buy, well, buy you know, buy NHL you know 1993, at, you know, from Best Buy, then yeah, I wouldn't have to pirate it if I you know if I cared about that game. Yeah, but that ain't gonna happen. So like it, it definitely made more sense when you had the uh, it it definitely made more sense when you had the virtual console when you didn't yeah. know what was gonna show up and. You did legitimately have a chance of some of these like old gems that you can't find again showing yeah. up on there. Now it's like but, they don't have that, and they're just well, randomly I, putting games on that thing every three to four months. Like, well, also it's uh you know also funny because I mean Nintendo screwed people twice when you think about it because they had the Wii which had a great virtual console, they had the Wii U which had a suckier virtual console, and you couldn't even bring in your old Wii purchases. And then let's yeah. say you bought like Mario World on like the Wii. You bought it again on the vir- on the Wii U Virtual Console. Yeah. I mean, you can't even buy it on the Switch now. Well, same thing with the 3DS and all that. Like, yeah, that didn't cross over either. And the the Wii U, the Wii Wii U and 3DS ones were not compatible. So, like, you could have bought the same game on all three, and it's just like yeah. really, I, you I know. Am- I'm like moderately against con- like game piracy, but if the game or the consoles aren't being sold anymore, like ultimately kind of up for grabs. <laughs> I mean, like, is it really hurting Nintendo's bottom line if somebody went and downloaded that stuff? Not really, but I can not, see not it at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I mean, yeah. they aren't even putting that stuff online or you know for for purchase in the first place. So screw them. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Does it, uh, ever hear of a game called No One Lives Forever? Uh, yes, I feel like I've heard of it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's on, like kind of an old. Uh, it's I think it came out in the two thousand, but it's basically like a female version of Austin Powers. Like it's like a spy FPS game, mm-hmm. and it hasn't been re-released ever because the rights are so thorny between like Fox Interactive, the developer of the game, the publisher of the game. Like there's like three or four people, three or four different companies vying for. Like ownership, or they don't even know who owns it, so it hasn't been like re-released on GOG or Steam or anything. So the only real way to play that game, other than tracking down a pretty expensive original copy, is to pirate it. And yeah. it's like, yeah, because that's the only way you can really play it anymore. <laughs> that's true. Like, hey, if that game showed up on GOG tomorrow, I probably would buy it because I'm curious about it. But that ain't gonna happen. So, and the same thing with like, you know. Super Bonk's Adventure on the SNES. Like, that's not going to show up on the virtual console one day. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, probably not, for sure. You're right about that. It's just, that's just the way Nintendo is, man. They've been that way. Uh, they protect their stuff. They are very protective over their properties. Uh, they're yeah. very much Disney in that way. And that's just how they are and have been. They, at least they're consistent. Right. Yeah, I can say one thing there. At least they are very consistent with that. They they don't play around uh, at all. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, not really surprised because of all the things that have been delayed due to COVID and everything. Uh, but uh, World of Warcraft Shadowlands expansion has been delayed. I had it, I still didn't, I didn't even know this was still coming out because like nobody had been talking about it at all. Um, I saw. I mean, I think it's in. I think it's in beta. Like you can. I mean. I think you can just play the beta right now if you have like a WoW subscription. But it's funny. I saw the news break and I still follow like one or two WoW streamers on Twitter and basically they were cheering for it. 
because I think the I think the last expansion was rushed way too quickly, mm-hmm. and it like it didn't have enough time to get good or bad feedback. So when it launched, it was a fucking mess. <laughs> I mean, also I kind of feel like it's. It's two different things, but I feel like uh, trying to get out of the way of new consoles launching is probably a better yeah. thing as well. So just come out later, like in the middle of 2021 when there's nothing going on, right. and people will be excited to play it. I think that's a better idea than than just rushing to launch it on October 27th and then like a week or two later, or even then, a week later, people are just so fed up with it, they stop playing, and it may hurt you more than help you. Yeah. Yeah, I think, well, I think WoW is also, I mean, it has lost a lot of subscriptions or subscribers over the past, like, year, year or two. Like, the, this yeah. last expansion was not good for that game, honestly, in the grand scheme of things. It was not, uh, certainly. And, well, I mean, have you been playing anything? Or? Uh, I mean, I've still been screwing around with Hades a little, and, uh, oh, there was something. Oh, Breakpoint, just because I find it oddly relaxing. Cause it's That's so green dead easy. Well, I mean, it's just like the last one, Wildlands. You just, you know, you have three AI guys, and they're, you know, you can just set them to kill everyone, like in the base. It just takes a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but actually, the thing I've been playing is Super Mario 35. Uh, how is that? Good. It's real easy, I think. Or, you know, comparatively easier than, like, Tetris 99. <laughs> well, yeah. But, I mean, Tetris 99 is, that was meant to be very hard. Yeah. So yeah, it's like you and it's you and thirty four other players playing like Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers. Uh it's it's funny because like it has a timer and you think you should go fast, but you should kinda of go slow. Like you get you gain time back by killing enemies, but if you set up combos, like with the turtle shell, mm-hmm. like it multiplies the timer about like the time you get back. So I mean, yeah, you get a you get a good turtle shell combo going and you get like fifty seconds back or something. Yeah. That's uh, funny that, like, uh, I keep see I see I've seen people play it and they you always have that one person that dies at the first Goomba like yeah you I know what's too, coming like thirty five like the yeah like the first Goomba it's like what are you doing like uh the online actually works really well I've, I've never had maybe like one instance of like lag a little but yeah it plays great I mean it plays like Tetris does and it's like further infuriating because it's like why doesn't Mario Maker two have this bullshit like. That's only four players, and you can't handle that correctly. Why did, you know, why does this have 35 and it play fine? <laughs> Interesting, too, that, like, this is, uh, the kind of thing that they had at those Nintendo World Championships back yeah. in the day as well, like, playing through this level and, like, trying to get more points. So, kind of cool that they kind of so, brought that back. So, the weirdest thing about the game, honestly, to me, is how, like, the levels unlock. Because, like, it's not like, you start off at one, everyone starts off at one one, I think, all the time. And right. I think it kind of rolls into one two. But after that, it kind of varies a little because if it's a warp zone, they can just go normal. But mm-hmm. like, a normal game is like one one, or you can also repeat levels. So it's like one one, one two, one one, one two, one two, one one, one three or something. And it, it, there's no rhyme or reason to why, how levels are selected. Or, like, a lot of levels are locked also. So I only have, like, I think levels like 1 1 to 3 2 unlocked. And I somehow got, like, 7 1 unlocked, 7 1 unlocked on, like, a warp zone. And that was it. And I'm like, how do I unlock the rest of this crap? Like, that's what I was about to ask you. How do you unlock it? I have no idea. 
I'm like level because you also have like a uh, coin rank or like an experience rank. I'm like level 35 or 34, and I only have like I have like nine levels unlocked out of like you know 32. And I said, yeah. how do I unlock the rest of this crap? You know, like I, I really have no idea. And it's kind of an, it's, if anything, it's kind of annoying. I'm sure you could uh, find that if you wanted to. There's so many people that have unlocked. Well, it. no, because even like I think Ars Technica did a review, and they were like, I, I think the guy said the same thing. He was like, I don't know how to unlock this stuff. Or I think it might not have been Ars Technica, it might have been like Kotaku or Destructoid or something. But it was like, I, yeah, I don't know what to do. And it's like, yeah, neither do I. I mean, yeah, so it's, I, it's, that's that, that's the oddest thing about it is it's like it doesn't. Like, it's not like, oh, if you hit level 40, you'll unlock two new levels. It's like, I don't know, I, I just found that 7-1 level, because normally if you go into the warp zone, it's like, oh, go to 1-1, one, 1-2, one, one, or 1-2. The fact that it repeats levels in the warp zone is hilarious to me. But it's like, one time I went into the warp zone, it's like, oh, it's 7-1. I, I, I almost freaked out. I'm like, wow, a new, like a way further level. But I went there, and I got there once, and that was it. <laughs> wow. There's also this like weird concept of like, you keep your coins, like you have like a coin at the, at the like at the main like start screen. You have like a coin bank or something, mm-hmm. and you can either you can start off with a power up, like you can like buy a power up, like a fire flower, star power. But it's so like I have like I already have like six thousand coins, and like a fire flower costs like fifty coins. It's like who care? You know, honestly, who cares? Like why don't you just have like, an in-game store? <laughs> yeah. And they, or, or like, like you buy stages, like that'd be kind of interesting at least, because then I could buy buy some more. And, but you can also like, there's like this weird concept of like you can like pick a stage. So I always pick seven one, and it never gets picked. Or I don't know what the what the point is, because you always start at like one one. But it's not like oh I go from one one to seven one. It's just I go from one one to one two. Like it, it always happens that way. And let me tell you this, I'm getting really good at busting through one one. <laughs> I played hey. like. I've played like 3,000 times already by this point. <laughs> but the game is like, I think it's fairly easy to get at least, maybe not top win every time, or like top spot, but I've gotten number one at least five or six times. Hey, I mean, that's uh, the important thing, right? I, I like num- I got like number one, like the, the night of release, like my second time playing. I was like, yep, this is nice. <laughs> but it's fun. I don't know what the. I don't know why they're going to do list it. I mean, it'd be nice if they did more to it personally, but that's me. <laughs> you should try it sometime because it's free anyway. Yeah, I, I'll definitely. I still have to buy the Switch Online thing again. Oh, okay, I haven't yeah. subscribed for a while because I, I was like, there's no point. Yeah, there's um, always a point. So, it's called Tetris 29. <laughs> yeah, but I meant like. I thought about it for a little bit when Donkey Kong Country released, and then I was like, uh, ah, I'll wait. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Well, but, um, definitely thinking about it. Mario 35 looks fun, uh, for sure. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I, Daniel has been playing a Star Wars Squadrons. I just completely forgot to ask if he had time to come on. I was gonna see if he could talk about it, but I just, I've been work. I was working today, and, I just completely forgot, but he, um... Uh, yeah. I, I, Jens talked about it some, and he really likes it. That's, you don't have to have VR, right, for that? No, no, it's just a regular game, but I mean, VR enhances it, but you don't need it. So, okay. Like, Jens also has a, he's using, like, a, a joystick. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I like thought about, like, man. whether I want to go trade in my PSVR to cut some of the money for the system, for the system and I don't want to... 
It's like I never <sighs> find myself using it. Yeah, it's actually not a, well, it's not a bad idea since I have that Oculus Quest, which is a better headset. <laughs> so the only thing I think about is like, oh, I, do I want to? If it really does work for PS5 at some point, do I want to keep it just to like play Beat Saber on it one day or something? But no, I don't know. No. <laughs> well. Uh, the last thing we had to talk about is uh, WWE's in the news again for Twitch because I know people don't really. I know there's people that do not care about this at all, but it's not gaming related. I'm sorry. Um, well, I mean, it, you know, peripherally is. <laughs> it's yeah, it's tendentially, but um, so you know, we talked about this before when there was wrestlers that were using Twitch, uh, for maybe not so the game video game reasons, but they were doing it to promote themselves or. Whatever, so, uh, supposedly, uh, WWE is, uh, going to be getting involved in their superstars accounts and making sure that if you're gonna be using those names, uh, it seems like as long as you use your own name, WWE you can't do anything. Um, or oh, as long as you that, don't promote. Um, I think, no, I think they're trying to control everything. Well, they're gonna take control of all WWE superstar accounts. Yeah. Right. Like. But I mean, like, I think uh, Paige, I think Soraya, is that how you say her? I think even like she said that like her account is uh getting like taken over. Yeah. And it's which... like she's not a wrestler anymore. <laughs> it's like I mean, really, she's still a superstar though. She's still a contracted wrestler. She's still getting money but, uh, from the company. Yeah, but it's not like her. You know, her Twitch name isn't like oh, Paige. Paige plays. You know, Battlegrounds or something. It's no Soraya Knight or Soraya Beavis plays whatever. You know, well, but she does it. She does it. She did it because she didn't want to. She thought that that could help her skirt by the whole issue. And you know, it is what it is. But like, I I I don't know. know. I I think they should be allowed to because first of all, they're not actual employees. So it's like, well. Yeah, but a, like, WWE owns the trademarks to those characters. They own the, you yeah, know. Yeah, but they're not, they're not like, uh, they're not, uh, streaming as those characters. Right. Oh, but now that's the thing is WWE's gonna, that's what's stupid about this. This is, this is bad because it's not only bad because WWE is gonna take a cut, obviously. That's the funny part. And yeah. It's gonna hurt, which is even stupider is somehow it's going to hurt their downside guarantee if they make money yeah. off of this. Right. But then if you don't comply, you're gonna result in a fine or you can get suspended or you can get terminated. So I'm wondering if like early on Austin Creed already let WWE get a cut of his thing or how that works. I don't, well, because, I mean, he's like, different because he is like, he is like part of the WWE machine. I don't mean that as like a negative, but I mean like he's literally getting you know, like other WWE superstars, like to play with him or to like talk or hang out. Yeah, but he's. I mean, like, how is that, that different than what this is? Though you're so using, like, WWE's got to be getting something out of that. Then if they're not attacking him, uh, I would say the difference is I think Paige is doing it on her own, or she's at like at her house is doing it. Like she's yeah. not interviewing. Well, Rusev, most of the time, not, uh, what's his face? Like Austin is doing it at the arenas. Yeah, like you know, or like hotel rooms with uh, Seth Rollins or someone, right? Or you know, or other people. Uh, I mean, that's one difference. Uh, or it's like, uh, what's her name, Asuka? Like her gaming, ch- like she has a YouTube channel. It's not that gaming related. 
it's more about like Asian culture or Asian, like her being Japanese in America or something like that. Yeah. Or her fixing up a Kirby doll, you know, like. Right. Uh, I mean, I think it's, I think it's like terrible. Cause also I think. No, it's awful. It, it, like, it hurts. Ultimately, I mean, aside from the the financial parts of this, it hurts WWE because like, I like, uh, often creators, you know, Xavier or Asuka more because they're authentic on these shows. Or even, uh, whatever dude's name is, Miro or Rusev or whatever the fuck his name is now. Yeah. Like, he was more authentic than, I mean, yeah, it's like, what's the difference between then, you know, we're going to see, like, the Alexa Bliss Twitch channel where she's at, as her character, like, playing a game. Yeah, family. like, she already has a, I mean, th- that's the thing, too, is, like, like, what you're saying is this, so is that we going to force these people now to, to do these shows as their gimmick? Or, like, if you don't, and, and, like, at some point, if they're very lucrative, does WWE all of a sudden go, well, you haven't been streaming in a while. Yeah. Uh, you better start streaming again. Or right. something else is going to happen. You know, I mean, like. Also, like, they, what, I can't, I can't think of another, indep- like, another business where you are an employee and you have to pay to, like, do your job. Yeah, like, That'd be, that'd be like all of your, if you have a job now and your side hustle, any job you have decides, oh, we're going to take, we're, we're going to take a, a thing out of your, ch- we're going to take a piece out of your check. Yeah. If we keep seeing you do this side hustle. That's completely connected to your, your, this job. <laughs> right. That it's has not, nothing not, to do with this job. Like, it's not like when Xavier Woods goes out on, well, wrestles. Or like, you know, it was announced to go, oh, go follow him on twitch.tv slash Austin Creed or something. Well, now they are. That's the thing. It's now they are. Well, yeah. So, okay. He's a bad example, but Paige or, you know, Oscar or someone, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Now it's like, I can't wait until WWE becomes like an official partner with Twitch and they start having these special Twitch shows and whatever that this all leads this up to this. Yeah. And like, that's all what this was for was so that they can, WWE can eventually get their own spot on Twitch or whatever. Right. But like, I mean, <sighs> ultimately, I mean, I think Austin and maybe Oscar are different, but I think everyone else is just going to be like, they'll have like one final show like that the night before and go, Hey, WWE is forcing me into this channel or show and that'll be it. <laughs> and that's what's stupid too is like, so basically you're telling these people that if they get hurt, and they do this while they're hurt. Yeah. Like, as another, as another yeah. way to make money, they get screwed. Yeah. Like, it's I mean, like, that, wow. Like, that literally happened to Zay, you know, Austin Creed. So. It's yeah, so, not, that's just such yet. a shitty thing. Like, it's just, I get it. Like, it's, man. I, okay. Okay. I, you know, I can see it like if Kane started a channel, I don't think you'd be, you know, wearing the mask or the whole get up. You know, something like that. To just be Glenn Jacobs doing a channel. That, I mean, yeah, that I can see. Like, if, if he was as Kane streaming, or like, right. the like, if okay, they're... then yes. Right, but... like, like this, that's the thing, is like, okay, all of a sudden we've seen Undertaker be way more, um, friendly with, you know, the internet, now that he's not, you I know, wrestling hardly at yeah. all. Yeah. And so, like, are we gonna tell the Undertaker that now he has to... <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I, it's just, uh, what's well, funny because, man. like, you know, WWE, you know, they want to control it, but then, you know, if things get too crazy or they don't, 
disavow it completely. Or no, but that's of, the know, thing. They're going to stop it before. There's no way they're going to oh, yeah. anybody do anything too crazy now. Yeah, they're going to sanitize it and make it, you know, garbage. And it's like, well, what the PG era of Twitch? It's like, good luck with that. <laughs> no, it's just it's just so frustrating. Like, it's a very frustrating thing if you're. Uh, it it just doesn't make sense. Like we talked about last time. Like, you need people to have their own thoughts and feelings and minds and like come up with their own ideas and now you're involving yourself in this and sanitizing not, it and controlling it and like not not in Vince's world. <laughs> uh, it's just it doesn't make sense to me. It's like somebody could literally come up with something that gains them fans that they didn't have any other way and maybe they can develop that at the performance center or on yeah. the road or whatever and become a thing and you it's can called, make money off of that. And it's it's uh, called Zack Ryder. <laughs> Yeah, Zack Ryder or just anybody. It's like, we don't want the fans to have any say in what we're doing. We want to make sure that whatever we do is but what then, we say. Well, and... well, then, I think it's like Vince or at least Stephanie always goes, like, oh, we're listening to the fan feedback. It's like, no, you're no, not. not. Like, <laughs> oh, that's, look, that's look, how, look how smart, look how uh, great they look now. Roman Reigns is doing great as a bad guy, right? What did everybody want for a long time? For Henry a bad guy. Yeah. And oh but Although, well, the fans were wrong the entire time. But, yeah. And, like, I mean that's why on. I mean I don't think I I mean let's be honest I don't think AEW is ever going to beat WWE at least like, yeah. when it comes to like the big shows but that's why they are thriving as a company or as like a wrestling product because they actually care about what fans, you know, fan feedback and they genuinely seem to care about like the wrestlers yeah. or at least, at least their ideas. Well, except for the a lot of people tested positive because they keep. Uh, yeah, you know, but I mean, wanna... even they, oh, they have better standards than WWE. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just one of these things of like, there's some, there's gonna be a point where people are gonna, enough people are gonna go to that other show that it's gonna start making an impact on you. So I think here's, yeah. the funniest thing is, uh, so this is all about on talent stuff. But like right. Dan Riker works for WWE as like a podcast producer, yeah. but he also has a fairly big Twitch channel at this point. Yeah, he I just wonder... did a uh, best games of 2020 with uh, Mary Kish uh, and Mike Mahardy, I think. Yeah, and I think like, I wonder if this affects him. Like, would it actually affect him? I think it's only on-air talent. Yeah, it just it just doesn't make sense to me. It's like. I mean, it makes sense to me, but it's the bad sense, or, you know, it's like... No, like, I get it. It makes sense for the way WWE runs things, but it's just like, there is a certain time where you get too controlling, and even, even doesn't matter the money, even doesn't matter the money, it's not worth it. Yeah. You know, and it's like, God, you're just pushing your talent to, like, hate you even more, and just hate what they're doing, and... You know, yeah, you have to wonder about the locker room morale at WWE these days. <laughs> it's like, God, don't make no sense, man. It's like, yeah. I get it that you're worth, I mean, for the, like, the one percenter that would get so big that maybe they decide that they don't need WWE anymore and they just do Twitch, like, that's a really small chance that that happens. But it's like, the, it, what if you become, like, another one of these big streamers that you get a whole different audience? That all of a sudden decides to watch WWE because they followed you on Twitch, man. It's like, that's part of the reason why I don't watch the show anymore. Like, I don't watch WWE anymore because it's like so, 
like watching paint dry. You you know what's gonna happen, and and it's like just generic. Ugh. Every. I, mean, I know you're not. I know you're not watching it, but I think it's hilarious they are positioning Jey Uso as like a big baby face when mm-hmm. no wrestling fan could pick Jey Uso out of a crowd ever. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, like he's one of the Samoan guys, right? Yeah, yeah. Kind of, that's about it. <laughs> uh, it's whatever, man. It's yeah. one of those things. Uh, sorry, we went on a tangent there. Stuff that's not. That gaming that's the, related, but, um. That's the main topic. <laughs> yeah, that's the main topic. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm sure there will be more stuff going on with the next gen as we go on with this week. And, um, uh, I'm still waiting to see if we're going to get a Baldur's Gate three early access code, uh, to have Daniel be able to talk about that as well. Um, uh, Ekenfell comes out pretty quick here. It uh, looks like an interesting uh, RPG and FIFA 21 also coming out which I think that's another one of those games that... Well, that one actually they are having a new season right now so I don't know how that is compared to the other ones where... Yeah. And that yeah. Prinny 1 and 2 Exploded is coming. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, uh, Torchlight 3, well, are you going to... You going after uh, that no, I mean maybe, but I heard real. I mean, when Torchlight Three got in like early access, there was a lot of negative buzz on it. So we'll see that's, if they if they manage to fix it or not. Let's hope so. Okay. And that, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, I remember like reading like the talent trees were like really shallow. Oh, it was like not really good. not. You don't really want that in a uh, like Diablo type of game. Like you want deep, you know character customization or and stuff like that. It's like this doesn't really have it. Yeah, that's weird. Yep. <laughs> well well from until until we do the uh the show next week, uh, again thank you so much for listening here. Uh you can always check us out on whatever uh podcast thing that you like to listen to us on. Um, hopefully we are on Amazon Music pretty soon here. Uh, so uh, you'll be able to listen to us on that if you, you, uh, enjoy your Audible or Amazon Alexa or whatever. And yeah, we'll definitely just, uh, keep going here and pretty soon, hopefully we'll find out if those consoles are actually gonna be coming to us or not. Yeah. It'd be nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It would be nice to know that we're not going to get canceled like the uh, GameStop uh, Ireland ones. Uh, Oops. Yeah. But all right. Until next week, everybody. Later. See you later.